Alright, welcome back to VF Gaming. I'm the V. And and this is where you go in, Will. And I'm the F. That is totally <laughs> on my end. Yep. There we go. Oh, I'm the F, and is... it's a whole new world. A new fantastic point of view. Yes, it is. And speaking of whole new worlds, we actually have New World, the game by Amazon Games, uh, up on discussion today. So it's a non-subscription MMO, um, which is uncommon but not unheard of. Uh, you know, one-time purchase, you pay 40 bucks for the regular game, and you have it for the rest of your life, or until they shut the servers down, whichever one happens first. Um, there's a whole bunch of different weapons. There's no real, like, classes uh, per se, because your quote-unquote class is defined as, uh, by your weapon buildup. Um, four weapons. There is the sword and shield, the rapier, the hatchet, the spear, great axe, warhammer, bow, musket, fire staff, life staff, and ice gauntlet. So at the moment, there's only real, like, there's only one healer in the game, but you can end up tanking with the sword and board, the rapier, the hatchet, the spear, the great hacks, or the warhammer, which leaves a fair amount of diversity because they all have their own individual play styles per se. Um, and the way that you get skills for your quote unquote class is by weapon experience, which you get from killing things, be it player other players in either open world pvp which you can opt into or out of like war mode excuse me or um by just killing npcs so with the weapon expertise you can only have two weapons or two types of weapons equipped right you can only have two different weapons equipped yes yeah so you'd be like okay great axe hatchet or musket life staff whatever combo you're, you're wanting to rock and then are you locked into those two, or then can you still swap to, like, sword and board and just level that up? You can swap to any weapon at any point, even mid-combat. You can even switch your gear mid-combat, and if you so desire, because the weapons scale based off of your different stats. Uh, you know, strength, dexterity, intellect, uh, or intelligence, focus, and constitution. Um, focus is for the life staff only. It has no secondary weapon. Um, constitution is just strictly health. Um, but you could respec every other mob or every other pole if you wanted. You can change your weapon talents, every other mob or every other pole if you wanted. The only thing it costs after level 20 or after weapon level 10 is to respec your stats. It's gold, and it does not scale up the more often you do it. It only scales with your level. And to, res to change your weapon specs, it only scales off of Azoth, which you get by the handful shit's fucking abundant yeah I've, I've heard you do get a lot of that because it's also used for the fast travel system yes yes it is used yeah. for the fast travel system and it is used for the crafting system yeah and there's a cap of whatever number 500 or whatever it is and I guess apparently you hit that cap quite quickly yep. so, so it's it's use it or lose it the, the cap is 1000 for Azoth and as long as you do some type of quests, be it the main story quest or side quests, you get as often abundance. I am currently sitting, I think, at like, yeah, I'm sitting at 489 out of 1,000, and I have blown through about 1,500 today. So you get it by the fucking bundle. And I, like, 
that's fine, but then I question as to why that's there in the first place then. If it's literally not a limit, why have that system? That's just personally a thing for me. I believe it's, like it's unnecessary it's, clutter. I think it's more set so for the crafting because when it comes to like adding perks to your tools, your armor, your weapons, your bags, what have you, because you can craft basically anything in this game. The way you get perks is by using Azoth when you craft it. And you can use, I think, up to 80 or so Azoth. Let me double check here. Either way, if you're only using up to 80 with, with a yeah, craft you, you and you're... you can use 75 Azoth at max for your perks. And you can hold up to 1,000? You can get over... You're doing oh, at least... 10, 10 craft that's that's a little bit again a bit excessive in terms of the number of you can do before doing the cap i it, that just seems like I, I get the idea behind it like i like the idea but if it's so abundant it makes it almost like why is it a system like i didn't play a lot of d2 but i know in d2 gold was absolutely worthless because you found so much of it and it just wasn't worth anything so it's abundant to a point uh, like I said, as long as you're doing quests, you'll get it. However, because of how in-depth the crafting system is and how many materials you need to start leveling everything up, you basically go through stints where you spend like four hours getting materials to craft and then you're out of Azoth. And then you have to go back and get Azoth by doing some of the story quests or some of the side quests. But those kind of go in tandem with each other because every time you either gather a material or craft something, you get actual experience on top of leveling your trade skills. So you, you, you do kind of need to do both in order to do anything, because there's... If you do, like, just the main story quest with some side quests here and there, you will not hit level cap. You will actually be stuck at 30 unless you go and do a metric boatload of crafting and gathering. Like, you have to do the quests which gives you a boatload of Azoth, which then will help you with your crafting and gathering. So they kind of go hand in hand like that. Hmm. Um, and all the, all, the, all the crafters are intermingled with all the other crafters. You can absolutely level your, you know, your, your, your blacksmithing, your, um, sorry, your engineering, your weaponsmithing, your arcana, your cooking, any of that stuff. You can do all of that by itself. And then you're going to have to go back to the basics to get everything for all the other professions. So it's a lot easier, quote-unquote, to just kind of do it all together, which I have not done for my jewel crafting or my weaponsmithing, but that's okay. <laughs> I started working on my jewel crafting today. It's a pain in the ass, but it's worth it. Um, so going so, back, nope, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so with, with the weapons, you did mention you can swap weapons in combat. Yes. Now, I know that some weapons are associated with like strength or, um, not finesse, dexterity, whatever it's called for the, for the dexterity type one. Um, so what is to start, so how roughly, I mean, obviously like intelligence, I think it's pretty, uh, is a lower one, but roughly how many weapons are associated with strength? So if... Uh, going to the attributes, the main stat for or for strength. I know what I want to say, but I can't think of the words to say it. The main scaling stat for or the main 
Yeah, because like, yeah, like the Grey Axe scales with strength, the rapier, whatever would be the short sword, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is for New World, would be scaling with the dex or finesse or whatever it's called there. So like the so strength, how many of those have the main scaling being strength is my question. For or vice versa for um, so, dexterity or whatever. Um, strength, uh, your, your sword and shield, your great axe, your warhammer, and your hatchet scale primarily with strength. And the, the hatchet and the spear both scale from dexterity. But for the hatchet, it's strength over dex. For the spear, it's dex over strength. And yeah, then, for, the, for the secondary, okay. Yep, and then for dexterity is the musket, the rapier, and the bow, with the sword and shield and the hatchet getting less scaling with dexterity than the strength. Um, intelligence, your fire staff and your ice gauntlet both scale with intelligence only. Your rapier scales with dexterity and intellect, and your musket scales with dexterity and intellect. And then, like I said, focus is just for the life staff. That does seem really silly that focus is only for the life staff, because if you are then scaling up your focus to be a healer, you literally are just kind of screwed for your other weapon choice. Like, at least then if you're going sword and board, you're going strength, sure, you can then be using a great axe or whatever for solo, or if you're not needing to tank or whatever. That that does seem like it's like that gives you a need to change, either give something else, at least secondary focus scaling, or come up with some sort of damage weapon that does scale with focus, so that if you've gone a focus build, you're not just like, hey, so I get to do nothing. There are actually ways to do that already. Um... It, it does require that your weapon has a socket in it, um, but there are gems that give that, that convert a portion of your weapon's damage into an elemental type of damage, and those scale off of focus or intellect, primarily. Um, so there you, you can go a full focus build, you know, and do life staff and then some other, literally any other type of weapon, and just socket in a focus gem and do your damage that way with your secondary weapon i've actually seen a lot of the higher level people go um focus build like focus con builds for a boatload of focus and then a shitload of health and run life staff and any other weapon the most common one is life staff great axe because great axe has some stupid fucking traits that need to get absolutely nerfed to the ground um but they actually end up doing more elemental damage than physical damage from their weapon because of that in that that gems focus scaling because it either scales off of the base weapons damage or off of whatever stat it is that is selected whichever one is higher is the one that gets picked okay so that that issue is pseudo solved but i do agree that we need more weapons um We've actually, not me personally, um, daggers have been data mined uh, for New World, and one of their weapon builds is called Stealth. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work. I imagine that'd be another Dex thing. So Possibly that's, yes. Um, it could I, also. I don't scale see off, why it'd be. It could scale off else. of intellect the way the rapier does too. As like a secondary, but as a primary, it'd probably be Dex. 
I guess, I, guess like, I, I guess I could say it could also technically be secondary for focus there because you'd be like, oh yeah, I gotta focus on ambushing somebody. It'd be the, I don't know, I'm not entirely sure what focus would be considered as for New World if it's like, I need focusing on something or if it's like an energy type thing like intelligence, oh, you're mana kind of type thing. Um, but with, because I always hear people doing like two weapons, are you only able to really specialize in two weapons or you said you can swap weapons in combat, like can you swap like Great axe and sword and board, and then I can pull the life, the life staff. Yeah, if you really wanted to. So um. that just because again, the, the game is entirely focused on PvP. Like the PvE content was literally an afterthought of like, oh yeah, we're doing MMO. MMO. It probably should have some sort of PvE content. Um, that is going to does does the base e interface support that multiple swapping between more than two weapons or like are people going to have to macro and then part of the barrier to entry for that is making it so like okay i want to swap to my great axe here now i want to swap to my sword and board now i want to swap to my rapier whatever it is obviously some of those wouldn't be scaling when all each other basically build but like you could be picking up to because that, that goes off my question of like how many strength are there because if there's like five strength weapons, it's like, okay, well, I can be cycling through these if, at any given point in the fight. No, the only way to equip a weapon is to open up your inventory tab, which takes up your entire screen, stops what you're doing, and like you, you, your character physically stops and turns to face you in order to to equip a different weapon. Okay, so you so you would not so, be really so actually swapping, swapping weapons like in combat. Would get is not killed. okay. So it's not actually what you want to do. Okay. No, not even a little bit. Because that was a bit of a worry when I heard you swap weapons in combat. I'm like, um, mm. no. no. If you're if you're like a DPS or a healer in a dungeon, maybe, but definitely not a tank, and definitely not in open world PvP. Open world PvP swapping a weapon outside of one of your two is going to get you killed in an instant. Um, from our guest speaker today, Kalen, do you have any questions or any? talking points or things that you would like to bring up and or discuss about New World? I mean, really, other than <laughs> what you guys went on for, <laughs> for quite a while, um, no, uh, brushing up on Will's, Will's whole um, thing about how they how they came to be, I feel like it was more or less, uh, New World was not intended to be an MMO, like he, like he said. It was more of a I feel like it's going to be fleshed out to be more of a survival game, hence why they lack so much PvE content. And that might sound weird to some people, but when it comes to... Take Valheim, for example, for a fantastic survival game. I guess we can relate it as close to New World, given the you know the gameplay is quite similar, except for you can't build stuff. But in New World's Alpha, you could build things. It was it was built more yes. towards that. They, they ended up scrapping that idea and giving us the more mm -hmm. traditional MMO style. Exactly, and I feel like because of that that turn, and I guess a deadline they may have had, um, given from higher ups in the in the company or whatever, um, they ended up doing the best they could towards a PvP aspect. Like, of course, the real content was building the house and fighting people, quite like um, quite like uh, what's the game Rust that everyone's been playing quite uh, recently. Um, that game is all about pvp but there is pve elements in it and i feel like they looked at rust maybe the forest you know these high-end games that are survival games and last minute they quite you know last minute they're like mmo it's gonna be an mmo it's gonna be an mmo like wow or final fantasy uh maybe even uh uh i can't even remember what the star was old republic oh, yeah old republic thank you um 
so seeing it shift, it, I, I definitely was turned off to the game at first. Um, just because it didn't seem like there was a lot of... I love PvP. Don't get me wrong. I love WoW's PvP. It's a shame of what's going on right now with World of Warcraft. And Final Fantasy's PvP to me is quite unbearable. I'm sad they're no, no longer doing seasons. So seeing... Yeah. Saying New World being heavy, heavy in PvP is very appealing, but having that PvE aspect is is just the bread and butter to most MMOs. And without that being there, you, you the PvP gets dull. Like there's only so much you can do with building up weapon skills and talent. You know, going into talent, the talent tree, it, it it gets dull just being like, oh hey, I'm gonna throw this. I saw this beautiful clip of just. I think you linked it to me actually of just this dude. Oh. The, the, the fifty the fifty uh fifty person um axe uh, gravity well. Yeah, and it just fucking annihilated everybody. And I was like <laughs> Jesus <laughs> You know, it's it's there's there's those builds are so much fun, but there's only so much you can do towards that. And it would be lovely to see this MMO flesh out further and hopefully they do have regular content updates within like six months. And they can they can deliver what people would like to see to this MMO because I know there's there's so many streamers I, I watched one streamer for like not I mean I'm gonna be honest like an hour <laughs> not, not no longer than that because I I just I would rather try it out eventually myself but um just go through what is considered a dungeon and it it's just smacking elite mobs or what is what the, basically the boss is it's just kind of an elite giga mob it's Tiny, not yeah. really but that could also just be me being used to the typical mmo where you're you haven't you have like you click on the target and there, those are your auto attacks and now you have your special moves that you know you one two three all of that whereas this mmo is approaching something different where left click is your auto attack you need to attack yourself and then yep. you have your special abilities on top of that it's quite it's like um a recent game that's also been that just came out or was in beta was uh oh god oh oh my goodness i played the beta for this and i i couldn't handle it because my god the the jankiness of the character creation going overboard was in it was insane it was uh because i remember you talking about this and now i can't remember either yeah i can't remember the name and it's it's killing me i i, <laughs> I wish i knew the name um well oh, give me give me give me but a moment here um it's on the tip of my tongue, not Guild Wars, not Rift. What did it start yeah, with? Not Shay, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are hashtag not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. If only, right? Um, yeah. It was just the wonkiest. Oh, Bless Online. Yes, thank you. Oh my god, Bless. <laughs> that i mean it's it's the same thing you know you actually have to attack and it, it had interesting combat but holy crap the story was boring as as, as shit it was, it was super boring and the the character customization as it gave you so much free reign the animations became so awkward and the way you held your weapons because they allowed too much freedom in, in character customization not like dark souls where you can make your your face like a train wreck you could make yourself <laughs> a 19 foot giant in this game and now you're you're holding your axe is floating in between your hands 
because it's it's meant for a it's, certain. It's not rigged up correctly for. It's not rigged. Yeah. yeah, the the skeleton isn't adjust to all these wild creations people are making with the with the races. So as as far as it goes with like animations, the game looks phenomenal, and the the combat seems fun, fluent. Um, it is actually. I didn't know how I, I would I, feel about it at first because it's it's very non-traditional MMO where you know you've you've got your reticle and you have to aim everything from ranged weapons to your spells to your basic uh your for lack of a better term your your auto attacks your basic your basic shot for your your magic abilities your your two different magic weapons uh, the ice golem and the fire staff it's weird it it took me a lot of getting used to but it's actually fun mhm mm yeah and then just the uh, oh go on no it's okay and just the just the the combat alone definitely carries the game far i i i definitely noted that the the story was was bland <laughs> to say the least it, it, yeah it's it's pretty bland I'm, i wasn't expecting anything grand from that um, I it wouldn't I, I I'm I'm a sucker for lore so I'm I'm always behind that you know some people complain about like oh I gotta read I'll I'll read paragraphs and I don't paragraphs. want no reading in my video game so, <laughs> <laughs> um that's definitely a perk that I think it's worth there is a community you kind of want to have a tiny gravitation towards things of course you don't want to you don't want to focus on it too much but you definitely want an enticing lore to pull people in um, if they're there for that as well um. Outside of that, the combat, I think, is... I mean, it could definitely... There's always space for growth when it comes to types of things like that. They can always extend the talent trees, you know, add wonky new weapons. Like you said earlier, with the daggers coming coming to New World from it being data mined. Um, which possibly means dual-wielding, which could which open up cool. some very interesting things for the rapier and the hatchet and possibly even the ice gauntlet, because that's only a one-handed weapon. Yeah, yeah, that would that, that would be cool if they added dual wielding. Um, I wonder how the, I guess you, I mean it would just progress the same profession. I don't know if it'd be like a dual wielding profession or if it'd be specifically towards those type of weapons. But you get to, like half mass. Like if you dual wield the same type of weapon, it doubles that progression. Or if you're wielding two different weapons, it halves those progressions because you're not using them to the full length you could be using them, right? Well, so and actually to that um so right now i've got my great axe and my hatchet if i start a fight with either weapon and then end the fight or the just the, you know the mob kill with the other weapon you know like i've done damage with both weapons kind of deal then it actually takes the weapon mastery that i would earn and split it between the two weapons so if i'm going to get a kill and get say 48 weapon mastery for it but i used both weapons during the combat to kill it each weapon gets 24 weapon mastery towards the experience okay. bar for the next level. So they already regardless of how, of how like, like I essentially I could fight a mob with the rapier and then just swap for the last hit for great axe and I would get equal experience for both. Yes. Switch training from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so when when you're in a party, if you don't even if you don't tag the mob, you always at least get the weapon the weapon mastery experience for it. Um, but obviously, the, the as you progress through the levels of your, your, your weapon talents, it takes more and more and more and more and more experience. So as you get higher up in the levels, you know, the, the mob, the weapon experience per mob kill 
scales with you at a at a at a fairly normal pace actually. Um, but if you were to go back and say you know you're level sixty, which is the level cap in the game, and you're killing level nines, you're getting like eight weapon mastery experience per kill. So it's really not worth it to do that. It's still worth it to continue to kill mobs your level or about your level for that weapon mastery experience. So there's no way you can yep. just go back and like cheese it and get free, easy weapon experience for a weapon you've never touched before in your level 60. Outside of you know, killing level 60 mobs. Speaking of dealing with the, the weapon tree and, and all the skills going, you know, all the skill fluctuation and all that, is it, does the game do a good job of sliding you into you know into learning the weapons or is it just something you, you're just thrown into you know kind of like Valheim it's like I hope you fucking figure it out because sometimes that's appealing but for an MMO given you know how things are done with Final Fantasy and how things were done or tried to be done with WoW um, they try to hold your hand for players to discover that is that how New World is or is it just figure it out I'd say it's a little I, I bit of both because literally like when you make a new character and you f you load into the game the first time ever or on that character at least um, the tutorial which if you've done it once you can skip it so if you make multiple characters on multiple servers you don't have to continuously go through that same little um, yeah conundrum or I, I, I don't know you yeah, consider it a conundrum tutorial um, yeah and that tells you all of your basic abilities um, you know, your your normal attack, your heavy attack, which is just holding down your left click, and it does just, you know, more damage, essentially. Um, mm -hmm. But at a slower slower rate, because it's, it's a heavy attack, you got to charge it up. It, so it okay. goes over your, your light attack, your heavy attack, your dodging, your blocking, um, jumping, movement, all that jazz. So you're not really thrown to the wolves for that. But until you get your first weapon mastery point, you don't have any abilities. However, that being said, in the top of every weapon tier and every talent tree, the first point you get, you can put into an ability. Okay. So as long as you get a weapon, a skill point, you have an ability to work with. Otherwise, you have no abilities. But that first point that first tier takes 50 weapon mastery experience so like 10 or 15 kills for the start of the game at most at the higher levels if you like say you're level 60 and you've never touched the spear before and you want to go level your spear you'll get your first 10 points easy just by killing level 60s because they give you like 80 weapon mastery experience per kill okay so um, here, here's a follow-up question to that can i take off my weapons and punch things and level up an unarmed. Uh, there is no unarmed. I'm actually going to try unequipping my weapons right now. So. And if you can even attack as unarmed. You can. I'm going to swing right now at a turkey. Yeah. You. Yep. No weapon experience. Nothing. Just just the kill. It's ten damage a swing. Okay. And I've got like two hundred something strength. That's weird. Why is that? Why is that universal? In most games where you can switch swap to melee, it's always ten damage. Valheim, it's ten damage. It took me two swings to kill a turkey. Turkey got twenty health. Yep. I, I mean, I guess if I if you full if you full force punched a turkey in the head, it it, it would die. Well, turkeys turkeys are the uh, the critters of this world. Uh, turkeys, um, rabbits. Mm -hmm. no. I think that's actually about it. 
They're they're the only two mobs that that don't really they don't have a level, so they're always the same critter. Okay, so spinning no good old rats. Nope. Spinning off of your previous uh, statement with uh, the weapon skills for my other question, um, does armor affect weapon skill? Does it affect how you'd perform? You know, because is there like a stamina system that does? I guess it's a double double blade question here. Does the stamina affect your weapons and how how effective does it coincide with armor? So if you're wearing heavy armor and using like a big ass battle axe, are you going to run out of stamina faster because of the heavy armor? So would it benefit you to maybe roll medium, if not light? So there's no, like, oh. sprinting or anything. All stamina is used for is either dodge rolls or blocking. Oh, um, okay. So it's not like Valheim with swinging. I got you. Correct. Um, however, there are perks to wearing the different weapon type or the different armor types. Um, mm -hmm. So... There's light, medium, and heavy armor qualifications. Yeah. Now, you can be considered a, a light equip load, or, you know, the light armor, if you have three light and two medium. You can be medium armor, you can be medium equip load if you have three medium and two heavy. Um, and heavy is obviously going to be at least three pieces of heavy puts you in the heavy armor category. And while you're in the light armor category instead of doing like just a quick jump back or like a sidestep you do an yeah. actual roll and you deal 20 percent more damage and healing oh increased healing interesting okay the turnoff for that is you are squishy as shit <laughs> of course yeah uh medium armor your dodge is just a hop instead of a roll um and it uses a little bit more stamina for the dodge and you only deal 10% bonus damage and healing, but crowd control is uh, uh, crowd control debuffs apply to you last 10% shorter. Oh, okay. no, crowd control debuffs you apply last 10% longer, sorry. Oh, interesting. And then while you're in heavy armor, your dodge is literally just this, it's a side step, it's not even a hop. Yeah, um, it's like if you're in Havel armor in Dark Souls, you, you just, yeah. I mean, you're not even moving, really, yeah. Your block stability is increased by 15%, so you're less like you you lose less stamina per block, and you don't get knocked back as easily from some of the mobs' heavy attacks or abilities, and crowd control debuffs you apply last 20% longer. So you lose your damage and healing bonus, you lose your mobility, but you make up for it by essentially being <laughs> a, a, a mobile wall with heavier CC. So if I was correct of all the weapons you la you labeled off earlier, there are like there's like a like a flame staff like that lets you do like fiery magic and yep. promancy, right? Correct. It's the fire staff. So basically, you could just become a black mage in this game <laughs> with 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 crowd control effects, right? Uh, to a point, the the fire staff I believe doesn't have very many crowd control effects. It's primarily oh, really? like um, damage and burn. Yeah, damage I don't know why I, I associated fire with with AOE. Like I guess because I played World oh, no, of Warcraft. It, it, it has a bunch you know. of AOE, but there's no crowd control in it. It itself does not really. Do oh, any oh yeah, my bad. AOE crowd control. You're right. Yes, I'm. I'm a fool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I actually messed around with the fire staff for for quite a while there. It's it's a whole bunch of fun. Mm -hmm. You can do some real stupid builds. 
Um, yeah, I, I've I've seen little clip snippets <laughs> of people doing just they're just nuking people like they're nuking parties of fifty and they're only like a party of fifteen. And that's it's like because that of, that is because of gravity well. Yeah. Um, and that's just silly. Well, reading strictly off of Gravity Wells' tooltip, throw an axe to create a vortex that pulls foe to its center for three seconds. Ends with a damaging burst, dealing 125% weapon damage, range is 10 meters. So you can only throw it 10 meters from you. Mm -hmm. um, but the absolutely crappy part about Gravity Well is the only way to avoid its crowd control effects is you have to get out of it before it lands. Because there's there's uh, weapon skills that give you like uh, side steps or that you use to like evade and dodge backwards and you know rolls and stuff. Once you've See, been hit by gravity well, you're stuck. So you can get out of it, you know, with your with your your other weapon abilities, and you're still stuck for three seconds. To me, with how hectic they want this game to become, I feel like it'd be a phenomenal idea if someone decided to wear pure heavy armor. They could literally just walk outside of it because they're too heavy for it to affect them. I uh, think that'd be fucking beautiful. That that would be beautiful. <laughs> um, and the the meta has actually changed just this week for open world PvP for your armor. It used to be oh. all light armor because of the mobility and the damage bonus. Yeah, you, the, the soul level one runners from fucking Dark Souls over there running around naked, beating the shit out of people. Right. And then people discovered, people actually had have had time to look at these builds and play with these different weapon builds and figure stuff out. And now the meta is actually to be in heavy armor because you take so much less physical and elemental damage because of the way yeah. that it scales off of your armor and the longer CC you can apply interesting see that's that's what i that's what i find odd about an mmo and that's just that goes to show their their survival game roots right there is going about it as in not having like like a specific set of like oh this type of weapon uses this type of armor there it leaves so much uh tuning fine tuning to be done um I'm, i i think it's gonna be crazy to see or even see if they can pull it off to see them balance out so everyone's not wearing heavy armor all the time you know what i mean to see if like maybe yeah that's all, all i really had to say about that I, it's, it'd be <laughs> interesting to say it, it, uh, eh, see sorry i'd oh. be willing to bet it's just to be whack-a-ball of oh heavy armor is too op okay we're gonna nerf that okay oh now this one's the op okay nerf that nerf that it's to a point but you also have to remember the huge drawback to heavy armor where you're basically just so if if you were as a person were to take your legs and just do like a sidestep that's yeah. your dodge yeah. that is your evade and it takes up 70 of your 100 stamina you see though but if it's if it's busted like dark souls Dark Souls was busted, and I think, yeah, it was in Dark Souls 1, when you can do a Halo build, and you just stack poise, and you laugh as someone, hurt, you know, hits you, and it's like, I don't need to dodge. I'm gonna kill you before you can even think of killing me. Yeah, it's just, it's just my, my health and damage reduction is higher than what yours is compared to the damage output I can do, so I don't need to dodge yeah. or, or even and block. because weapon and armor skill are separate, you can also still do the same amount of... No, you're doing reduced damage, that's right, in heavier armor. So yep, I guess that's where you, the you lose that ten and twenty percent damage bonus. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, it, so it, like I mean, it, it depends. It, it all does. It, it there it, there is the possibility it, for whack a mole, but because of that extra damage and that extra mobility, 
if the heavy armor can't get like if if someone's using a ranged weapon you know like uh one of the one of the magic weapons or the bow or the musket or even just something that has higher mobility like the spear and the hatchet themselves have talents for increased mobility or extra quote-unquote dodge rolls like you could wear heavy armor all you want but if you can't hit me you're still going to lose yeah so it that... it, it does there definitely are some weapons that are quote-unquote better for pvp yeah. like if you're gonna get the jump on someone then the hammer or the spear are definitely the ones to go because those those two weapons and in, in, you know one of their one of their two talent trees each are all about just single target stuns knockdowns slows you know what have you then does the spear have about... like an increased range as well no so the, ah, okay. the well the increased range is by going down the spear tree for throwing it oh uh, okay that's always an interesting choice to me. It's thrusting it forward. It's like I'm just gonna throw my fucking spear. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it has like a chain then to bring it back. Yeah, no. but you know how so, like wonky that would be to pull pull back. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, so, so you just chuck it up and now you're unarmed. No, you, I mean, you chuck so, it and uh, another one just spawns in your hand. It's the same uh, with the hatchet. Yes. The hatchet, the hatchet the also has a throwing yeah. a throwing axe spear. Or it's like Beyond Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like there, cards. there definitely are some some pros and cons to each weapon build. There's some pros and cons to each of the armor builds. Like right now, I'm actually running a medium build, because while I loved, because the dodge roll is insane. Like you get such a long roll out of it. Mm -hmm. um, the iframes are wild. Oh, the iframes in this game are so forgiving for for the light armor build, but you are so soft. Mobs hit you so hard. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, if someone stabs me and I'm only wearing leather armor. Oh, it's basically I mean, like it's it's no, the difference yeah, between you're basically cloth, just no no there's that. there's no like leather it's it's cloth mail or plate. <laughs> yeah. Gotta wear them layers. Gotta wear layers of cloth. <laughs> well, and right now I've got uh, I've got three medium and two heavy pieces. So my my heavy pieces are were my helm and my chest plate um just because you know they give the most armor they're the biggest pieces um but yeah it's it's losing 10 percent damage is worth it because i live long enough to go from mob to mob to mob to mob as opposed to having to kill two mobs and then sit and wait for my health regen or you know slowly trailing mob to mob um, whereas now like I've had it where I've accidentally pulled four or five mobs and I'm able to take them down I live with low health but I'm able to take them down but if I were to do that in light armor which I've has happened a few times before even with that dodge roll like I all of my time is spent dodging because I have no armor because if I get hit once I'm screwed yeah you just get I mean you get body yeah I mean which is always reasonable I mean you have higher iframes you should be able to just get slaps to to space i mean that seems like fair balancing to me i mean it's it, 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 the, the the thing i think is going to be problematic is definitely to what's going to become the meta you know since they don't really have classes it's just weapon skills and it's like when you play skyrim you know it's like yeah you stealth archer build stealth is like archer. The thing that can one shot a dragon out of the sky 
it's just it's it's silly you know there's there's gonna be a meta like that because of the type of game it is it's the same with valheim you know like you go fight because it, uh, new world was designed to be a survival game in mind it really was you can you can easily see it in valheim there's bosses that's like you know you go fight um that giant blob festation in the Bone swamp bone mass you go you don't go at them with maces you're just gonna get clapped you know it's yeah as there's the a meta for each boss and that's what i feel like new world should have leaned into a little bit but it's it's going to be interesting to see them peel away to try to be an mmo and hopefully they are successful i know a lot of people are are wanting this you know the game's clearly fun in pvp um but that that big gap right there is what's going to need to be sewn shut because it's it's a fucking it's a trench it's huge it's not even a trench it's a ravine a fucking racing through the force of minecraft and you just fall down the goddamn ravine is what it is it's just it's huge it's it's just gonna create this huge meta gap i feel like it has potential to to continue to be an up-and-coming game Um, Mm -hmm. they've already discussed adding raids they've already discussed adding more weapons more than just the daggers um it's it's just uh more of a matter of how often is this going to come out? Is it going to be like, you know, a once a year kind of update where people, you know, come back, play it for three, four weeks, get it done, and then don't touch the game anymore until content comes back? Or is it going to be fairly regular updates of more and more content to actually keep yeah. people interested? See, and with, 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 with that whole thing, it depends on... I mean, how much they make, how much funding, how much success the game is. And I, I feel like that runs into what you were talking about earlier with uh, the MMO being, you know, uh, it, you, you pay for it once, you, you don't have a subscription. I feel like for, for a survival game, yet again, that'd be fine. For an MMO, that is bizarre and very, yeah. very weird because solely that, that, that welcomes in microtransactions, whether they be cosmetic yeah. or... Which, well, hopefully remain cosmetic they, but the they thing do is that have, they do have microtransactions right now they are yes. solely cosmetic but they're adding in server transfers soon if they're not already here simply for the fact that when they launched each region only had like yeah i heard a five, lot of five to 20 servers <laughs> yes and on um, launch day there were a million people playing and the server cap was 2000 people per server which I got, dude. The 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 memes on hell. You go to Steam for the reviews and the oh memes. Oh god, I know it was the bad. positive memes, the negative memes. Like people just freaking making jokes left and right about the servers, whether they left a negative or positive review, depending on if it was worth their time or not. But um, well, be because that... of because of the the low server pop, they they ended up adding in fifty three new servers within the first week. Which is, yeah. in fact, it, it, it is a good reaction. And the reasoning was, yes. hey, if you guys are playing on a full server, make a new character. You know, you and your friends make a new character. It's like day three. Nobody's really that far in. Make a new character on a new server. Play with your friends still. And for the people who chose not to, they're going to offer the server transfer option where you can go from your current server with your current character to a new server that your friends play on. So... Mm-hmm. 
don't know if that's going to cost anything. I don't know if it's going to be one of those one time, you know, like during this window, you can do it for free and then it's not going to be an option. Anymore. It, sh it should be that for sure. Because if you're dropping the ball, having five servers per, per region and it didn't take like a genius to be like, Oh yeah. New world's how I anticipated. Maybe we should have a couple more servers. Like well, the they... fact that they're going to bungle that they should at least for, for like a week's duration or whatever. They decide that there's like, Hey, yeah, these, 10 servers, whatever they are, that are super full and super high a few times should get free off because that's Amazon dropping the ball. Well, and the nice thing that they did, which I absolutely love that they did, was for the servers that were available on launch, all of those servers have been locked since they added in new servers. I, yes, and that's what you want to do. You cannot new, make new. You yeah. cannot make a new character, even if you've already got a character on there, because you can, you can make uh, two characters per region which is interesting to me. Um, but even if you've already got a character on that server, you cannot make a new character on a full server. End of story. Nobody mm -hmm. can. They're completely locked. And that's actually good. Now they just need to actually be like, hey, if you want to transfer off, yeah, we should have had more servers on launch. Here is a week, two week, three week, however long they decided to be fair. Be like, yeah, okay, if you want to swap off to a currently low pop server that's maybe just been opened, okay, yeah, you can go to these three or four or whatever and actually balance populations well now how, how how big is the map how lively is the how lively does the map feel because that that varies if, if if the maps so the, the puny the, of each... course 2000 cap is fine but maybe they should raise the cap on servers if if it's it's pretty you know uh, non-consistent into running into people I, I do actually have a counter argument to that in a second. Um, but so the, the maps are pretty huge. Going just from one zone to the other takes about 10 to 15 minutes, give or take. Uh -huh. um, yeah. And there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 zones. So okay. going from one end of the world to the other takes quite a while which i like because it is a very explorative place um as for the 2000 server population right now 2250 because they did increase it um okay i i would like to say if they do increase it again no higher than 4000 for the sole reason the the territory wars so what happens is is um if there is an oh, okay. un, if there's an unclaimed zone a company yes. or guild can purchase it for a hundred thousand gold and then the other two factions have to raise their influence and then they can declare war and try to take that town um when you control a town you get more experience more standing you know discounts etc etc however the wars to take or defend are a 50 on 50 so that having is... so having a really high server population is going to make getting into those wars nigh impossible unless yes, you're the guild true. defending it because they're obviously going to be coordinating their own defense. Yeah. Um, because it is uh, 100 people per company at max per guild. So you would you could easily get half of your like your entire company to sign up and then take your 50 best. But if you're say you're not in a company or you're in a small company and you want to sign up for one of those wars if there's 10,000 people on the server you have a 1 in 10,000 or a, 
a one in 10,000 chance of getting into that war or any of the other wars that are going on or even any of the PVE wars, which are invasions of the corrupted. Um, they come in and attack your town. And instead of, you know, you losing control of your town, all of your crafting stations, all of your refining stations, all, you know, all of yeah, that gets downgraded one tier. And that's the punishment of having a world-based system rather than a scenario-based system. Correct. Yeah. But, uh, but a higher server, but like I was saying, a, a high server population is going to lead to the greater majority of people never getting to experience that type of content because they're they're one in ten thousand. You know, instead of one in two thousand. Yeah, and you're yeah, you're right in that regard. Yeah, yes. and then the one time that you that you do Which get you in, it's your it's your first time, and then all the forty nine is like, you want to win this to keep the place or win it, and like you're tagging on the team. It's like, oh, all that toxic rage. So yeah, no, you do need to have it be able to be more accessible. I guess that's the one thing. I I I, I guess it is an MMO survival game. You know, I, I always think of an MMO as something like World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, Old Republic. Um. But an MMO is massive multiplayer online, so I guess yeah, I guess it's 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 weird. It's new. It's it's very new. It's like a it's a bizarre hybrid. It's I a can very only say interesting it, game, and I feel like it has a lot of potential. They just need to keep on it. I feel like they should. I, this is this is. I feel like it's more comforting as a player to have a subscription because it holds them accountable accountable in a weird way whereas you buy the game flat out right and if they, if enough people don't buy their transactions they might just say oh fuck this this isn't working we're not we're not doing this you know you because you have to make cosmetics that appeal to the people and then it's another thing to say well is the gear going to be you know are they holding back on gear in game to force people to you know appeal towards the cosmetics yeah, and that always yeah, feels I've... bad because you'll never feel like, oh, look, I look so badass because it's like, oh, no, the badass gear is I have to go to the store if I want any cool, really badass looking gear. And that that's the case with like Guild Wars with, you know, you get your little mount in Guild yep. Wars and, and, and all the badass the looks skin, are cosmetic. cosmetics. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the issue with with that right there. I don't mind small time cosmetics here and there, but it can cause devs to hold back on on patches well also the fact like you're worried about especially since they don't have a subscription yeah because the only way that they're making money long term is from cosmetics most of their development time then will be towards cosmetics like it's like the the fact that oh yeah we added another raid that's not that's only getting them more money if more new people join and after for for the first maybe couple patches that may be the case but after a certain point a a MMO is around for a long enough time that you're not really getting new players in. You're just cycling people in and out as they play and they don't play. So it's exactly. like if they're, if they're only getting money from cosmetics, like then all the development times will be going towards making money, which they're a company, they're supposed to make money. And I would argue that they should be making content because that will give them more money in the very, very long run. But it's yes. like, oh no, we want to make sure quarters are up. Okay, we got to get a release another mount. We got to release another ar ar armor transmog, whatever, whatever they're going to call the cosmetic stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, just playing a sub is kind of annoying for a game. It's also like, well, because I'm playing a sub, I can reasonably expect that there will be actual content for the game beyond just, hey, here's cosmetics for me to buy. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and see, that's. Oh, go on. Go on. I was. I, I. I do. I wholeheartedly agree with you, but I'm holding out hope because they're already discussing putting in new content, and it's not even been out for a month. 
and, and see that's that's that is nice that is nice that they're they're, they're heading to release uh content but i do hope they understand for a longevity of a game because i feel like it'll end up becoming what rust is and as as much fun as people may have on rust on certain servers there's i mean it gets some servers get a certain like i would call it aura where it's like i don't know i don't want to say toxicity i don't think that's the, the thing uh based uh server you go to the server and this is what how this server is you know what i mean it isn't like constantly being filtered through because it only it only charms to a certain amount of people it, it, be, it ends up becoming what i would say a dead game is it's only filtered yeah. to a certain audience and that's all it is it doesn't have a constant flow just because they decide to stagger yeah. their new content in um i will say one of the about well, not having this speaking of like um you know the 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 feeling of of the servers in particular um so the server that i'm playing on has three to four different streamers in it and i'm glad that uh asmongold is not one of them as as nice or okay of a person as he is his fan base is fuck his twitch followers fuck them so hard they need to go die that (laughs) really yeah, oh, hey, they're 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 yeah, bad. They're, no, they're some there. of the most toxic player base. Oh. But when we played on Kelthuzad, I, I I just see him roaming about. I mean, honestly, I just think he's. I, I've seen some of his stuff. I think he's just chill, and I think his community has a certain flavor to them where they like to. Honestly, I feel like they're they're a lot like you, Will. I feel like they're very <laughs> very hard with their beliefs and all that, and I think that's fine for gamers. And I feel like as as someone who's well one of the things it's definitely to know what they're saying because as hard as they may be they could have they could be in the wrong sometimes but you can't always be wrong and it's it's definitely to keep in mind that what they're saying may be may be accurate much like what you say you know you you always they're just crazy and i don't like being around no they're 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 the worst people to be around from from what i've experienced it i wouldn't say that they're all fantastic or they're all terrible they're overly zealous over and they're well, yeah hard-headed yeah they or they they have uh they have a belief and they're willing to stick to it because they i mean they believe it you know they've gone through their rounds everyone and, has their own perspective they've no, gone through their exactly rounds of and, and that's totally fine i i encourage that you know to to you know do what you need to do believe what you believe in but they're overly zealous and they're toxic about it <laughs> Yeah, like, like, the... like one way or the other, they they tend to be toxic about their zealotry. But the the tangent that I was going to go on before we go back to this <laughs> oh, okay, is that okay. Sorry. Um, so when it comes down to it, there's there's three factions you can join: the Marauders, the Syndicate, or the Covenant. The only way to take control of you know the town of from whatever guild bought it is to be on one of the other two factions, and Within, you know, the, your, your first faction change is free and instant. After that, you can only change your faction every 120 days. However, oh, you okay. cannot change to the faction that is most prevalent on the server. Good. That, yeah, that does help bias. But what sucks is if your friend has been on that, that faction, if you want to play with your friend on that faction, you have to step down. Yes and no, your, your you, because what, I mean, you can, level 10 is when you pick your faction for the first time ever. 
So if yes. you, you and your friends or, you know, you and your guildies or what have you all agree to just oh. go the faction, that's totally fine. I'm sorry, I'm just... Mr. You. You can't swap to the highest one. Correct, but you can still join yes. them. Yes. Okay, I guess I misheard you. I thought you said you couldn't join them as well. I was like, well, that... Nope. You just can't. You just can't change. Like if if your if your server is say ninety eight percent marauders and one percent covenant and one percent uh, uh, yeah, syndicate, you can't uh, you can't go from like one of the other the two, two to marauders, yeah, exactly. which is good. both good, which is both good and bad in my opinion. I think it's more good than bad because it encourages to people agree, yeah. to go and, to the other factions, yeah, to actually start more. working together. To do so. It actually it actually enforces faction balance along with the fact that it's not just one or the other. There are three. So if you do really want to swap yours, okay, I can go to the other one. I'm not necessarily going to go to this other one. Now that you still can swap so that it ends up being two. Like yeah, okay, it's uh, we'll primarily say it's like two 50, factions as yeah. opposed to a third. And then the third, split. yeah, and then the third is just like all totally not even a thing. Like thinking back to Pokemon Go. There are people that were picking Valor or Mystic, and then Instinct is just kind of like, yeah, no one's joining that. Um, so yeah, so like the third, a third faction probably will be left in the dust in most servers, but at the very least, that does ensure that there is competition between yes. the factions. It's not like, oh yes, 100% Marauders, no other competition here, Marauders own the entire world. And the only way to gain enough influence to, take, to attack the town is by being flagged for PvP, and doing those PvP-specific missions for your faction. Now, if you want to be PvP-flagged the entire time, be PvP-flagged the entire time. It's just like War Mode in World of Warcraft. You get a 10% bonus to all of your experience gains. Main story quests, side quests, mob kills, gathering and crafting. It, it does not give you bonuses to your gathering and crafting, but because gathering and crafting give you player experience, you get a 10% bonus to that as well. Or you could never be flagged if you don't want to deal with PvP. Like, for the majority of the time right now, because I'm experiencing the game for the first time ever, and I'm still going through and figuring everything out, 90% of the time I'm not flagged, because I have no idea where I'm going. I have no idea what's going to happen. And <laughs> yeah, the server that scary. I'm on is like... 40 40 for marauder syndicate and then the rest is covenant and seeing someone in covenant is like seeing a unicorn seeing someone in the covenant that's flagged for pvp is like seeing five unicorns at once and honestly it's hysterical because neither faction like the the syndicate and the marauders won't go out of their way to kill the covenant unless the covenant start the fight and then all hell reigns <laughs> loose <laughs> they don't want to poke the unicorn <laughs> That's interesting. And that's what's fun about PvP. Like, and it's nice to hear that's what like the bread and butter of that game is so far. It would definitely be awesome to see to see that game flesh itself out. It, it definitely has a ways to go. And hopefully they get they, they actually listen to their community. Only one can only hope. But also keep in mind of their own development. Um their own development goals in mind and how they could maybe mold that to opinions from the internet that would be nice to see i don't I, I don't want them to listen to the internet too fucking hard and maybe do something that breaks their game <laughs> like some some companies we know of <laughs> <laughs> thanks for moving everything um <laughs> that would be i mean it would be cool i would i would like to have an appeal to go play it absolutely it's just 
at the moment. I, I just, I do love PvP, but I, I, I could play so many other games that, that give me a PvP experience that, that would fulfill my needs. But that's also just me. <laughs> right. No, I, I think there are, I, I think you would enjoy the aspects of about 60% of the game right now. The dungeons are fun because mm -hmm. the, the mechanics are interesting. Um, you know, because it's it's not the traditional, you know, tab target, lock on target. So there there is a lot more mobility in just how the mobs and you move in accordance with your abilities and, and your generic auto attacks. Um, From... Oh, the, uh, the the world PvP is I mean it's world PvP it's hysterical it's either you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it because that's how all PvP is with everyone you either love it or you hate it there's not a you lot either of, get flatlined or flatlined people yeah yeah there's not a lot of in between um, the 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 fifty on fifty wars are phenomenally fun from what I've seen I have not yet participated in one but I've watched quite a few and they are so intense and so fast paced like. It, it's the the territory wars are 30 minutes long obviously you can finish before for if you're attacking you can take it earlier than than fit than 30 minutes but if you're defending you have to wait the full 30 minutes there's no ending it earlier <laughs> and uh speaking to uh, about the dungeons and the boss mechanics from what i saw it just being i mean it's 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 like the only thing i could really compare it to combat wise it would have to be either either if you've played the blessed beta blessed or or dark souls and i feel like what they should do when it comes to pve and viewing that they need to look at upgrading the bosses to be monolithic more terrifying really make a dungeon feel like a dungeon i don't want it just to be like basically an elite mob that swings at me i would like to see something like dark eater madir from dark souls 3 um, it would be badass to be in a in a dungeon with your what's the party size like four people five. five so five people it would be badass to be in a dungeon with five people and just to have this monolithic boss that you are i mean you're, you're doing like dark souls you have your giant aoe being spread around you're all dodging it and you're looking for an open window to attack him it's more free than like you said more free than a typical mmo where it's there's this giant pool where it tells you it's going to be an AOE and then it happens eventually. It's like, get out of it or you have a dot and it's like, go wash it off. But in this fight, you know, you could also have dots that you have to go wash off, but it's more about you having to be dynamic with the environment around you and having to bounce off of all that. Maybe add in some monster world, monster in a world aspect. It'd be cool to know if the developers actually look into it. At least I would say definitely look into games like Monster Hunter World for boss fights as well as Dark Souls to maybe get some inspiration for their PvE dungeons. I would love to see that, yeah. That would drive me yeah. to the game heavily because I, as much as I like PvP, I love PvE as well. Well, and from what I've seen of the, just the two dungeons that I have access to at the moment, I, I finally unlocked the, the story quest for the third, but I'm not high enough level because the, the final boss is level 46 and I'm only 40, so that's quite a huge difference there. Um, but th the first the first dungeon is basically just you know go here kill this guy avoid this stuff deal with ads the second yeah, it, boss it, is a lot the, the second dungeon is a lot more in depth there's so many more oh. mechanics there's new mechanics um, and from what I've seen of the third dungeon it's intense the the bosses okay. get 
bigger. I mean, even 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 the the last boss in the second dungeon is bigger, and he does not suffer from what you have dubbed before as Dark Souls Syndrome, where he's just too big and you sit right in front of him and he can't hit you with all of his swings because he just can't physically reach that. They kind of got around that by having the the model like plant one foot forward, take a step back with the other, and swing downward in an arc. Okay. So there's no like quote unquote safe spots unless you're behind the boss, which Yeah, there's no like asylum deeming it behind his fat dumb chucking ass. Yeah. They're they they've from what I've experienced so far, they have avoided Dark Souls syndrome for bosses by just making the models do things or swing certain ways or having certain abilities react certain ways. Yeah, the when big boss syndrome. Like yeah. yeah. So it's it's it'll be interesting to see what they do firsthand in the third dungeon but from what i've seen like the big mobs they hit hard they swing wide yeah. like they i mean I, they I, I, are I actually like terrifying and not just i'm some little guy who's fighting a dragon because i can take the hit no you can't take the hit. <laughs> yeah like get the fuck out of the way man that tail that tail wax gonna blow you to bits is even there, just um, the regular, even just the regular again? mobs. Oh yeah, there's ragdolling. It's hysterical. Oh yeah, that must be beautiful. Uh, but even just like some of the regular mobs out and about in the world, like they've got tail swipes, they've got knockbacks, they've got knockdowns, they've got bleeds. The the bears in this game are truly terrifying because like when they stand up on their back paw on their back legs and swipe at you it actually knocks you down and then they land on you for damage and then they start swiping and biting for more damage. So like you have to be really on your toes for avoiding stuff for some of those bigger elite mobs because they are actually punishing. They're not just, I'm gonna hold my weapon up and block this dragon because the game says so. That's, that's not, that's nice. They actually, you know, one, one, for once, actually bears get to be a decent enemy in a game. You know, they're not just fucking terrifying. I don't even want to take on a bear my level because they're mo- they're huge, they have massive health pools, and they hurt. As they should, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree, and, and it's... And one big-ass world boss named Winnie the Pooh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that wouldn't work in China, though. True. Oh, I guess not. Well, yeah. neither would half and of the fucking that, mobs like, here that's, because that's of all really the skeletons. Is that, is that, like, really a big offense there? I apparently, I don't know. Uh, the, the, yeah. the, the dictator of China got called Winnie the Pooh once and then he banned everything Winnie the Pooh related. Yeah. And if you call him Winnie the Pooh or mention calling him Winnie the Pooh, he just... called him? You disappear. I don't know, you disappear. It was some some American guy or some non-Chinese guy made a meme about how he looked like Winnie the Pooh and he lost his Oh, shit. and it spread around. Yep. I mean... I don't know. I, I feel I feel complimented about being Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is pretty chill. Completely yeah. off subject. <laughs> like yeah, no, that would that would not go well in, in over in China. And the chi- the Chinese dollar is is quite almighty. I feel like true. he should just be like, oh, cool. <laughs> um, but since we are over the hour mark, are there any last been. questions, comments, remarks, what have you? Do you guys have for me who has logged like ninety hours into New World? Yeah, how do you feel about my my statement on the on the bosses? If they studied like, because you played Monster Hunter, and I don't think you you have played Monster uh, or Dark Souls, but you definitely played Monster Hunter. And if they were to like 
contort the bosses to be more like that, like a boss from a dungeon. I'm not saying all the mobs to be like a monster from Monster in the World. Would that would that really fit in with the mechanics of the game? Uh, depending on like just how they do the model and some of the mechanics, like there are, there are definitely already some some monsters, some mobs in the world that are are pretty similar. Um, with how they, they function just based off of, you know, their attacks and their model and everything. So I, I think they're, they they already have the base components to take that in the right direction. Okay. That's cool. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they do. That Amazon money better be good for something. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, you know, they got all that money, but it's only if they're willing to fund the devs that much, you know? <laughs> well, and like I said, so far, granted, grain of salt, less than a month in, so far, I have hopes that they're going to live up to their word because they're already discussing new things, new ideas, new content, new weapons. The only thing that yeah. this game, like, truly lacks is raids, which have already, they're already in discussion, and some type of ranked PvP system, which I don't know how that would work, Unless it were to be like guild rated for attacking fortresses, like you know, what guild has the highest ranking by winning the most attacks or the fastest attacks, something like that. Unless they end up creating some weird scenario thing where you can have like a yeah, instance PvP combat that yeah. would be cool. Well, Although and, that and that, is that, pretty that actually is what the the wars are is they're instanced once the war is initiated, oh, really? or when, once the war starts because they you know you declare war and it's it the game picks you know one of the um attacking guilds who did the faction missions to enable the war um the the guild with the highest participation i believe is the one that gets selected um you know it says you know war at war for this place on this day at this time go sign up and then whoever is the head of that guild starts selecting 10 groups of five, so 50 people. Um, and I just lost my train of thought. Oh, yes. And then <laughs> once, once, once the war, you know, within the, uh, I think it's 10 minutes before the war, everyone who's in that army, you know, that 50 on 50 gets thrown into the instance. Anyone who is not participating in the war if they go to the place, they get zoned out because they're not participating in the war. So it is pseudo-instanced without actually being in an instance. You know, I'm curious if they'll end up adding minigames like in Final Fantasy. Like, I want, I, want, I want one where it's like Breath of the Wild style where you're just thrown on an island naked and there's one dude who's just geared to the fucking teeth. That, you know, he's in his gear and he just has to hunt everybody down. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, that, that would I actually be... What, it says I watched... That that morbid idea came from uh, uh, the Squid Game. That no, that that actually would be kind of cool because like depending on you know what two weapons that person has would totally change your play style as the person without any gear. Yeah, yeah. I imagine they'll probably add some sort of instance PvP content, content uh, a la battleground type thing. You queue up, yeah. I'm going for a weird open world like heavy survival like Rust or, or what was it? What was the huge big one before Rust? What was it like Daisy or something like that? Yeah, Daisy was was all Varian, what the hell? Weird ass cat. No, they don't have a hunger system in that game, do they? That would 
God. No, there's no hunger system now, in yeah. the world. Um, so the, the quote-unquote hunger system is, and this is like the huge major down point to me, like the huge major down point, but not enough to break the game, is uh, you don't have health regeneration naturally. Oh, okay. You have to eat. Yes. However, that makes when you, sense. When you eat, agree. it gives you a food buff. That food buff gives you... Wow. 1% health every, like, 2 to 3 seconds passively for however long that food buff duration is going to be, which is usually, like, 20 minutes to a half an hour. So it's not terrible. Does that regen work in combat? Yes. You, I was going to say. It is, well, it is well, the, it is is the one. Cool it's down? one. Nope. Um, so you can just fucking Skyrim your face with cheese and <laughs> uh, cheese wheels. Kind of. So I'm going to redo the tool. I'm going to redo the tooltip for the health. Um. Recover 100 health per second for 20 seconds. This recovery yeah. stops if damage is taken. Oh, Doesn't okay. specify by any type. And then afterwards, recover 1% of your health every 2.5 seconds for 20 minutes. So how long does it take for it to come back after you've been damaged, though? That's the that's the real question. It depends on how much damage you take. If you someone and they're beating the crap out of you, you stun them and run off, run away behind a rock, how long can you heal up? You know, how, how long before you can heal up? Because they hit you right before you stunned them, right? Well, and, and that depends on your health pool, mostly. Uh, right now, level 40 with 50 points in constitution, I've got 4,400 health. So that 100 health every second for 20 seconds would heal me up a decent portion but it wouldn't heal me to full it's about 50 percent of my hp there are potions with a 30 second cooldown obviously the higher tier potion the more health you get um but yeah i mean there's i've definitely been on both the winning and losing side of someone playing very well while healing themselves while letting their that health regen from food kick in so that that kind of comes down to like personal skill and or luck because if you get third partied you get third partied and you're boned okay that wraps up my question that I had <laughs> no, that, that seems alright but I do have to go so any other questions okay. are going to have to wait until next time and I do want to thank you both very much for being here tonight mm-hmm all right, thank you for having me. And exploring this brand new world. A new fantastic point of view. <laughs>